Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through Fatabulous. Fatabulous. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 My week was awesome also. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. I uh, want to appreciate God for this privilege to bring God's words to our presence this morning. And I want to appreciate the set man of this ministry, our senior pastor, Reverend Banji. Oladipo and his uh, beautiful wife, Mama Keji Oladipo. Say, please let's put our hands together for our man of God in absentia. You know, he has administration somewhere which he had to quickly go, and uh, that's why I'm standing in for him this morning. And I want to appreciate him for that privilege. You know, it's a real privilege to bring God's words to God's people. I say thank you to him for giving me this privilege and i want to appreciate everybody that are in church this morning also thank you for coming today if you have not come i would have uh, just been speaking to empty chairs and to our online viewers please let's put our hands together for them thank you very much for joining us today we really appreciate you you have so many options but you choose to be here thank you we really appreciate you and uh, we pray that God's word will bring light and life to every one of us this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Alright, quickly, let's uh, go to God's word this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for the opportunity even to learn at your feet again this morning. We say, be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. That we will pray that as we hear your word this morning, as we listen to your word, your word will bring light and life to us in the name of Jesus. We pray that this morning our eyes, our eyes of understanding will be enlightened. It will be flooded with light in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Alright, let's open to the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. That all of us can, almost all of us can quote. Alright, it's still the topic that Reverend has been t teaching for, for this month, Heroes of Faith. And, uh, you know, for I wasn't around, I wasn't in church last week, but I was in church. I was not just in Lost Domain Family, amen. I have to go for one uh, very important assignment, you know. You know, when God created it down, told him something. Then later, God brought all the animals for him to name. And he named them. And after naming them, it was said that and there was none that could be found that fits him. And God made a woman. Alright? And when God made a woman, you know the Bible, you know some people used to say that uh, uh, God gave Adam Eve. Or God gave Adam wife. Well, my Bible did not say so. The Bible said when he created the woman, he brought it to him and see what he will call her. So God did not say, now see, this is a woman. 
he just said, he just brought it around the world. He said, wow, man, you know, that's why they said woman, like, wow, that's why when you see women, you know, you see beautiful creatures, like, that was like, wow, man, then people pick it, they said this woman, that I said, started using woman, all right, <laughs> and he called, and he called the woman, he said, now this is the bone of my bone, and he was sleeping when God removed the bone, but he recognized his bone when he saw it, hallelujah, so, it was that assignment. The assignment was in that line. Mm, for those of us that can decode. Alright. So, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Are we all there? Alright. So, I would like all of us to read together to verse 6. From verse 1. I would like us to read it out aloud, please. So, are we all there? Are we all there? Are we all there? All right, so one to go. Let's go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I can't hear from the people at the back. And there was light. Let's stop there. I think that's where we're going to. So I didn't hear everybody. Please, I would like us to read it again from verse 1 to 3. So let's go, please. We're talking about heroes of faith, and uh, you know, looking at it, it might be like, okay, so what does this one have to do? Well, listening to how Reverend has started this topic, you know, I like the way, like, I've never had this part of God before. He said, when the world was introduced to us, when creation was introduced to us, and they told us about God, you know, it wasn't God that was introduced to us. He said in the in the beginning God created. So that means God was before the beginning. I don't know the English for that we use for before beginning now. So but God was there before the beginning. So when he wants to start when the whole thing wants to start, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. You know the way King James will put it. Here I'm using NLT. He said the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of god was hovering over the surface of the waters then god said let there be light and there was light all right now reverend made mention of this he said when god was introduced to the world what was said about him was that he had a problem you know the first time i heard that thing you know i was still called you know where some of us came out from now religious regard. how would you say god had a problem but looking at this critically, he created the heaven and the earth. We would have thought that this is God we're talking about. Who is supposed to, as soon as he said, the heaven and the God created, we did not even know how he created the heaven and the, he did not even say let there be earth. We just have, we're just told that he created the heaven and the earth. Alright? So, since he created it, then everything should have taken shape. This is God we're talking about. Don't you think so? But the Bible said, the earth was empty. What God created was empty. And void. Empty. And it was dark. Said darkness, darkness covered the face of the deep. 
But what did God do? He said, let there be light. And there was light. So, in the topic heroes of faith, we will not talk about heroes of faith without talking about God. God is a father that leads by example. So, if God that created the heavens and the earth actually had a problem, then it's just a sign for us that and he created us in his image and his likeness. Then, don't you think there is a chance that, okay, there are some things that may not necessarily work for us too. But in the end, he said, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, the last message, I think last week, Sunday, even though I was not around, I know some of you will be like, how did I hear it? You know, pastor said, when he said, let there be light, and there was light, it wasn't that light was hidden somewhere. Like, it wasn't that light existed. So, it was not existing. He just called it forth. And darkness gave birth to light. If I'll say it in another way, problem gave birth to solution. I don't know if we're getting this. Now, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, a pastor has gotten to the book of Hebrews, which I would like us to, I would like us to continue from. So let's open to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11 which is what book of us would know that study study of faith. So talking about heroes of faith this morning we see that to a large extent you don't become a hero if you have not conquered something. There is no, if there is no problem, everything was fine. Let me give you an example. We read about Solomon. That when Solomon came to power, he had no warfare to fight. Like he did not have to fight anybody. Because David has killed and killed and killed the next generation. So, no fight again. It was there. But thank God that we could record about Solomon that he had wisdom. That would have been all. Check the uh, history of kings in Israel. They had to But Baba was just there, just displaying wisdom, calming down. So he had time to marry 300, how many wives? 300 wives. He had time. No problem, no issue. His mind was, you know, he might rest. I like that. So he was there. Alright? So when, when, when there is problem, as God's creature, as believer that we are, what you are to do is not to complain about the problem, but to talk about the solution. Hallelujah. So, Hebrews chapter 11, I want to talk about the heroes of faith and some of the people. You know, uh, I did something, I do it sometimes when I get to hear about the topic pastor is teaching for a new month. I try to uh, search the scriptures, search uh, some of the things I've read also, and look at, okay, what are the things that are related to this thing and how can I put them together and how can I put them to use because that's what we're supposed to do as Christian not even as a pastor but as a Christian so Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 which is something that I believe it's a verse that I believe or even a chapter that we are familiar with the Bible said faith is the confidence that what we hope for we actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. 
Now, can we relate this to what happened in Genesis chapter 1? He said, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So, it is not just about what you can see. It is not about if there is no problem, no challenges at all, then there is nothing you are necessarily hoping for. If everything is already available unto you, then you are not hoping for anything. It is no reason, no far-fetched why Solomon asked for wisdom. Fine, he could ask for other things because, man, it needs money. But he didn't ask for it. He asked for wisdom. He did not even ask to conquer any enemy. Maybe because he already knew that there was no enemy to even conquer. So he asked for wisdom. But we have all these people here, written here, and different things were said about them. So in faith, you declare what you want to see, not what you are seeing. I don't know, maybe we get that. We declare what we want to see. Now let's read further. Verse 2. He said, true he said, uh, it gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Through, through their faith, the people in the days of old earn a good reputation. Now, I would like to bring it here because I saw the angle at which Reverend has been coming up in this thing. And it is not just to tell us about the stories of the Bible that we already know. But to, know, to tell us, to make us know what we carry on our inside. Now, how many of us know? That you know we sang a song uh, born 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 again thank god i'm born again how many of us know that the people of the old testament were not born again they were not born again they were born once we we experienced rebirth in christ so the time that they lived this they were actually not born again all right we agree or is there anybody that does not agree so that, you don't agree yeah, I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. So, but you know, they experienced God and did some mighty things, and to the point that they were referenced in the book of Hebrew. Book of Book of Hebrew is one of the deep book of the Bible. I love that book so much. Talked about so many things. Tell, told us the essence of even the New Testament. One of the why we have it. It told us, and these people were mentioned there. Now let's let's just look at let's look at some of them. It said by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command that what we what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen okay initially you know we're talking about heroes of faith and we mentioned God and look at the book of Hebrew wanted to talk about these heroes and who did he start with we're not looking at it who did he start with he starts with God so he said by faith we understand that so even God had God has faith so god is not telling us to have something that he does not even have god has faith can you imagine god has faith in who he has faith but he does not need to have faith in anybody because he was even before the beginning so he has faith. you can see you can easily say god has faith in himself you know when he was making covenant with abraham the bible said that god swore by himself that's deep. Like there was nothing he could swear by again. You know, we can say, I said to God, I said to Jesus, I said to anything you said to. He swore by himself. That's how big he is. Alright, so let's look at it. He said, by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Then he starts with Abel. It was by faith that Abel offered Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. 
Abraham's offering was evident that he was a righteous man and God showed his approval of his gift. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of by his example of okay, I'm using NLT. I know it's not written like that in KJV. Alright? So, now, this is what I want to bring. Now, there are a lot of people that were mentioned to us here. And I want to tell us some things about some of them that we already know and so that we would know that this hero, being a hero of faith, does not mean that you will not face challenges. In fact, you become a hero because of the number of challenges you've been able to conquer. So if there is no challenge at all, if there is just little challenge, then you don't give somebody the title of a, of a hero. So you become a hero because you have conquered a very big thing. There was a calendar I used to see in my parents' house in around 1999. I remember then they said uh, heroes and heroines of Nigeria, and I saw some people's names that was mentioned. That was when I saw Fumilaira Sonkuti. I did not even know what she did until later. That's okay, wow. Then I started seeing some people's names, people that fought for the independence, people that stood their ground that this country must get their get her freedom and all. Do you understand? So you become a hero because of what you have done. So you can have a lot of money and not necessarily be a hero. But you become a hero when you face obstacles and you overcome it. So these guys were referred to as hero because they face challenges. Now, don't let us mix some things up because, you know, Pastor was talking about a faith that faith that people see these days is, is a faith of getting something from God every time. But he said the true test of your faith, how strong your faith is, is known when you have challenges eh, and you prayed, you fast, you pray, you feel like you fasted maybe, I don't know how many days, you prayed so well. And at the end of it all, you still did not see the results you are expecting and you still say, man, I'm strong. Now, all these things can be achieved by different people in the old, despite not having the Holy Spirit residing in them. So, we want to talk about David now. We talk about David in the book of uh, 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17, what we know about David was the previous chapter, he was anointed to be the king. Then the next chapter, he was sent to give his uh, brothers food. Now, let's take a look at it this way. He got to the camp, and he was like, okay... Uh, food, I brought food for you from dad and everything and they said, okay, give the food, go. And then I was like, what is this one? This is supposed to be what? Like, even critically looking at that thing is funny because he said he should go and give his brother's food at war front. Like, how many of us have seen, say, say Olympus has fallen? I don't know, uh, White House down, all those war films. Like, imagine now, in those films, somebody, a dad should not send somebody to go and give them food. Now, they did not even send the soldier to go and give them food. It was just a shepherd boy. And the Bible said he got there. Now, he got there, saw everyone was quiet, everybody seated. Then he just saw one tall guy just came and just started blabbing and saying things. I said, this, you people, send me one person, I will kill him, I will do all those things. And he said, I will go. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Then he stood up. He said, I will fight him. Let's, let's, let's open to that book. First Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17. Samuel is after the book of Ruth. Chapter 17 is before chapter 16. 17 from verse 32. From verse 32 to 37. 
the Bible said, don't worry about the Philistine. David told Saul, I will go fight him. Saul, the Philistine that I was talking about here, I was talking about Goliath. He, it was a big challenge. A big challenge that the king could not even face. So he said, don't worry about the Philistine. That's David talking. He said, David told Saul, I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight the Philistine and possibly win. You are only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth. So Goliath was not even a boy. He was actually a man and not just a man, a man of war. I know there's a man of war that we all know in this Nigeria now. A man of war. He's not a man of law. Do you understand? Now, this is not the kind, of, the kind of man of war they're talking about here. That's real war. This is real war they're talking about here. Hallelujah. He said, but David persisted. Alright? He said, David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goods. He said, when a lion and a bear came, comes to, comes to steal a lamb from the flock. Wait. I'm saying something here. When the, please, you help me with English now. He said, when a lion and a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock. The word comes there. Is he a past tense? Please help me, student of English. Comes. What does, I don't know. The interpretation I'm getting from it is more like they come. So it's present, like they come regularly. Wow. I've not seen this before. So when a lion and a bear comes, so that means they come regularly. Wow, so that man has actually, don't actually kill one lion. So David has been killing lions and has been killing bears. How many of us watch Nadio World? You know, there was a times they were, they were explaining how tall how huge the lion is and they were talking about the length. I can't remember now. I think they said the lion is like seven feet long or something. So that means if I lie down, I'm not even six feet. We have some we have someone that is six feet here. I will not call her. Alright? So lion is actually as long as like I know some of us have probably not seen it before. Maybe we've not gone to the zoo before, like me. We went to my kind of school that didn't take you to zoo. So long from there, from there to this place, that's how long a lion is. And it's actually tall, very tall. When a lion is standing, I think it will be like around here for me. I don't know, but I think so. When he's just standing on his four uh, feet, I think it will be like this. A lion and a shepherd boy. Because David was properly described in that place. So lion comes regularly. How many of us have seen beer before? Beer. Not like physically in movies. Oh. <laughs> You have an idea, Nigel, what, how big, how tall it is. I don't know how tall that one is, but I think that it's very, very tall. Like you can be stand beside him and probably be around his waist. Okay, so try to imagine it. How? Now, this was described to us as a lion, but David saw something beyond the lion and the bear. David saw a challenge. David saw things that he was facing, things that were problems. And he said they come. He said when they he said they come. So that means they come regularly. Wow. So whenever they come, that guy is even used to killing lions. And some of us, we have just little challenge like this. And we're just like, God, why? Wow. Why me? Why me? 
Now that is that is we're talking about heroes of faith because you know the way they were they were explained or the way they were talked about in in uh, in the book of Hebrews. If we're not careful, we will just overlook it and be like, okay, yes, they came. Yes, we read about them. David was a priest. He was a man of war and all those things. But come on, a lion. How many of us can fight a dog here? Local dog. Some people even run from chicken. we're talking about the lion that's an animal that kill another animal for food you don't understand if you watch Nadio World, you understand this thing that I'm saying very well there was a time a lion faced a pack of uh, what's the name of this animal that used to laugh like food like that Aena Jesus because of food he faced them chased all of them away he the Lord. just one lion and that's the that's the guy that this young guy his young boy kill like you know the way some of us kill cockroach like you just take slippers and kill it because that was the way he described it if you read that if you study that book very well you'll understand see some of these things we need to understand them they were not just written for us because of the law or to know what we've been saved for but to know how capable we are now if you check the way david talked he said who is this uncircumcised philistine those are the things that I want us to take note of in this, in this teaching. So he did not see the Goliath as a man of war. Does it mean that Goliath was, was actually not a man of war? No. But when he saw Goliath, he did not see a man of war. He just saw another challenge that can be conquered in, within minutes. And if you check a lot of time when people want to do things in the bible even when they're going for war they consult god you hear them going to meet the priest the bible you hear okay and he seek the face of the lord and he inquire of the lord did you notice that david did not inquire anything of the lord he just saw it as one of the obstacles that has been passing which is one of the things i want to bring to our notice and our consciousness is sometimes when we face challenges we face it like God, why? Forgetting how much more things God has through us conquered. Now, don't don't let us mix it up. I'm not here to tell us that every time you face a challenge, you always be happy, or it will always be easy, or you just easily remember what has happened. No. We can remember how David ran away from Absalom. I don't think Absalom was man of war as much as Goliath. And Absalom was just his son. The Bible said he ran away from Absalom. Why you run away from your son? Because he wants to kill you. You that you've been killing people in here. That you should just... So, so that is to let us know that see, this thing is not... Being the heroes of faith that we are looking at, the Bible told us about doing different things. They said they killed lions. They, you know, that's just David. That's just one of the things that he did. He killed Goliath. You know, there was, there, was, there was a teaching I had sometimes ago. I think it was Pastor BJ that was talking about it. And he said, when you kill, when you kill, uh, when you overcome a challenge, you overcome similar challenges. And the people that you are leading, you are probably a leader leading some people, they will actually overcome similar challenges. It was only Goliath that was recorded that David killed. But do you know that David and his men killed other brothers of Goliath? David and his men, they killed other giants. So, Goliath does happen to be the beginning. That's the opening floor. Do you know what that means? What that means is that when you are going to face some heavy challenges, 
even the fact that you overcome it does not mean that heavier ones would not come so david killed goliath but he had other wars to fight oh god for those of us that have studied or read even through those books the book of samuel especially you will see how many people david had to fight at the point i even saw one that he followed the philistine after killing goliath he followed the philistine he said he wants to go and help them to fight one war because he's i don't know maybe you get so that is what david did now let's move on what other people were mentioned abraham that was war now i don't want us to see it as david killed goliath or david killed bs i want us to see it from the angle of challenges that david faced now david did that then we were met somebody another person that was mentioned was abraham now don't let us look all these things out these things are not film trick bible is not something that happened you know i just i just wish people can be reading the bible and know that this thing is like something that happened like yesterday it did not happen in heaven bible did not happen david did not kill goliath in heaven he killed goliath on earth here and that is a challenge that he faced this is a man that god called a man after my heart that's the man that killed another man and took his wife what am i trying to say here being heroes or hero of faith does not necessarily mean that you just be there and everything will just be going you'll be facing challenges and you'll just be overcoming them no but there's something that is common to all these people which i will tell us now let's look at abraham abraham fought war but bulk of the things that were said about abraham noted to us was not the war that he fought he actually fought a lot of war and won. in fact the issue of fight when he started and everything it was as a result of the war that he fought the bible said he fought a war and he came back with the spoil of the war and he gave a tenth percent a ten percent of it that's how he came in so it was but you know the emphasis was not about the war really do you understand but he fought war but let's look at what was even said about abraham the bible said god initially told him to leave his father's house and his mother and go to a land that i will show you and baba just stepped out packed his things and started walking walking to where i don't know but he walked to some of us it may be something that is easy but let's just look at it at the world we live in now somebody just says you should leave your work leave everything in fact for bible to have said he left his father's house to go yes he had some cattle he had some things but you know being in your father's house is kind of like comfort when you are in your father's house it's comfortable to an extent because you eat without most time necessarily especially if you have a mother that is uh, knows that her husband must always eat and her children must always eat she cooks for you you don't have to bother yourself see ask single guys uh, thinking of what will i eat alone can make a guy lean some people used to think that it is uh, your wife is feeding you when you just get manually married you are nearly married and uh, you are adding weight some people think it is just food it's not just food even the thought of what i will eat as a guy eh, is already please do i have guys that can uh, attest to that like thinking of or more i don't chop this one out okay it's night so what i go chop you know you and god said leave your father's house and he left that was a big challenge but he took it now all those ones are even okay but the one that is super amazing to me was when god said you will give birth to a son he said god changed his name and said be father of many nations and abraham was 75 and the bible said abraham rejoiced. i like the way pastor bj uh, explained it to us he said the way he viewed it was like god brought him out and said look at the number look at the stars can you count count them and tell me the number i said i can't count. i said that's how 
your descendants will be. And Abraham was like, ah, wow, wow. That's not normal. That's crazy. And he stayed there for the first year, second year, third year, 25 years. So the strength of your faith is not in you praying and you get results. 25 years. Now, let me bring something again so I've noticed. When Abraham got to a point, the wife said, take this. Take my mate, maid servant. After all, whatever I have, whatever my mate has, belongs to me. That's the law then. So you want everything that you're So even if your maid, your maid servant gave birth to children and had flocks and everything, everything belongs to you. He said, so sleep with my maid and give and let her give birth. And he did. Now this is the father of faith. And I want us to note something. The Bible said, Adam was not deceived. So to our next step, I want to bring it to Abraham. I don't think Abraham was deceived. Because who did God give the promise? To be father of many nations. Who did God give the promise? Abraham. But who slept with another person? Abraham. So if we're talking about all these things, it does not mean that being, uh, having this faith that we're talking about, that everything will be rosy. It does not mean that sometimes you will not feel down. But hey, it means that as a believer, knowing who you are in Christ, you understand, despite feeling down, that see, it is just like this now. Whatever it is I'm expecting, we still come. Now that is what brings about being a man of faith. Now, some of, some of the things that I know that we, we do sometimes is, especially when we face challenges, which is one of the hardest things we, we experience, is remembering what God has done before for us to a large extent if we are being asked even for those of us that are shy to come and share our testimony realize that uh, at different times we've had some heavy challenges and we believe god for solution and solution came but at the same time how many of us remember realize that or remember that whenever we have fresh problem fresh problem we don't remember those testimonies you know i call it fresh problem because some of them are new so you have, you have new problems, new challenges faced you, and the next thing is you just forget about what God has done. Then you are now hoping and believing God, you know, something that you are believing God for, in the next two months it should happen. Then two months it will not happen. Three months. Four months. Then the next thing we just give up. Now, that is the kind of faith that was being talked about when Jesus was talking to that woman. Uh, when he was talking about that woman and the unjust judge. I don't know if we remember We've been taught about that in this, uh, in this church before. That woman and the unjust judge. The Bible said the judge will not avenge her. But the woman keeps going every morning. And in the end, the judge said, okay, no problem. What is your problem, you this woman? Stop, just stop troubling me. And he, got, he said, if that unjust judge could do that, how much more God your father in heaven? But see, the truth is, which is not the truth, but the fact that we do is, when we face those challenges, what we do, we just neglect and forget about all those things and face those challenges as God when or God why. So being a hero of faith, some of the things that these guys have done. Abraham gave birth at 900, right? Abraham gave birth at 100 and God said, go and kill the son. Let me just give you a, a simple example that maybe all of us can relate with. Abraham, God promised him at 75. He gave birth at 100. That's 25 years. Now, that is crazy enough. Then after giving birth, Isaac grew up to 
the point that he could actually walk a long distance and god said go and offer him a sacrifice let me bring it to us because sometimes because of how those things happen in the bible we see them and we don't necessarily think much of it so let's bring it to this you've been looking for job a graduate finished with first class two one you've been looking for job for a very long time all your colleagues your mates that you finished school together are really doing well some have their cars and everything then you just got a job with one oil company especially you know nigeria you know we like oil company in nigeria so you got a job with, oil, with, an, oil, with, a, with a, uh, an oil company in nigeria and they are paying you i don't know how much do they pay them in oil company 400 about 400 600 yeah so let's latch it to the middle let's take 500 they're paying you 500 and they started paying you and you start the job and you work the job for eight months then god said resign take all the money in your savings and go and give it out you know the first thing you will think you know most of the people that work in our company in nigeria live on the either on the island or in magodo so the first thing that will come to our head is what some people even said hmm, hmm. <laughs> it's not your way it must be the devil so because when we're talking about abraham waited 25 years and he had a child and god said go and kill the child or go and sacrifice the child and he took the child without even still telling the wife you know what that means that you are married you are the man of the house you are married it's your wife that's actually been footing the bill with her petty business that she's doing like you've eaten all the money finish before you got that so you got that job god now says you should resign carry all the money in your account and god help you you and your wife you're on a joint account so god said carry all the money in the joint account personal account everything bam go and give it to somebody that you don't even know even tell you take only transport fare go to ibadan go, go to house give you this proper description i said go and give it to somebody i just give it and i said remove only what will take you back to lagos and it's towards the end of the year that your assurance is about to expire and you were supposed to your plan was that as soon as you pay your assurance you give your wife money to put into her business then you would uh, stock the house with food and everything then the next month is when children will resume school and god said take the money and go and give it now the way we are saying hmm, hmm, this can be liking just a little to what abraham should probably feel i don't know if he felt it it's just little you know the reason why i said it's little it's little because now you know that even though god said you should resign he could give you another job okay but now this is my son i gave birth to at 100. he's not one year old he's not two years old when god said you go and give him so even if the hope of giving birth is still there it's probably have died so there is even no hope at least you can have hope that i still have my certificate it did not say you should bond your certificate i don't know maybe we get these things now this is what was briefly just mentioned in the book of hebrew so and abraham took the child was going to sacrifice and with the way it was recorded in the bible abraham would actually slaughter that guy he will slaughter the guy somebody that not even tell his wife so all these things you are doing too resigning and everything it means that you not even tell your wife you know what your wife can do right even the women here somebody say oh lord oh lord now that is just to give us <laughs> i like that i said the matter cannot finish that is just to give us a tip 
of the challenges that these people faced. So it's just like you, you're doing this, you now venture into a business eventually. Your business starts booming. Then God said, hand over the business to somebody else. Like, totally dash the person. So you have, so those are, those are the similar things that are, those are some of the things I think we can, we can bring you to. So you've been looking for admission, stayed at home for five years. Five years. Jump already know your name. The year you did not write, they send you t-shirts. You understand? You not gain admission. You are not in 100 level. 100 level, you did your first semester, second semester, you blasted everything. First class. You were like, oh, this school, the least I can finish with is 2-1. Then God said you should drop out. And go and start. Missionary school is even good. Drop out and go and start farming. Or drop out and go and start selling something. Now, those things are things that God told us those things are, we are citing, I'm citing this example because these are things that God told you to do, coming from the angle of Abraham. Now, in terms of when it comes to David, it, they were not, those challenges were not even what God told him. Those challenges were things that actually appear as a result of his circumstances. So, lion comes, not because God said, oh yeah, go and meet lion and fight lion. You know, like something they used to say, you fight lion when you have a, a kind of mark in, in this part of the world. I don't want to mention any, anywhere because we are, we are online. Some people are like, are you, are, you, are you talking about me? You fight lion and all those things. So it wasn't God that said you do it. What am I trying to bring out here? Is there are times that you have a leading to do some things that will not be easy for you. That will not work or look like something that, with your human reasoning. You know, I, I, I discovered something of late. That one of the challenges that believers have these days is our calculation level. We, we can reason too much. We can reason too much. And, uh, you know, I've sat down, taking my time to see the reason, what happened? What happened to the men of old? Even in Christendom today, some of the reason why we are having issue debate about tithes and everything is because of some people's mindset. So some pastors come up because of the mindset they have towards money. They start, they start playing with people's mind so that you can bring the money so the problem is the money is the mind so what happened to the men of the old why are we having such challenges why is it that even when christians these days have challenges it's always hard for them to face it why do we give up easily it is just simple so i look about i look at the men of the old those guys don't calculate they have they had only one goal they are looking towards that christ you know i was so surprised when i was studying the book of um this book of uh, Hebrew 11 and the Bible said let's, let's read it let's read it so that you will know that I'm not making it up I don't know I just saw it recently I think I was with uh, Bishop Alfred the other day and, uh, and uh, whether it's, it's either with Bishop Alfred or Apostle Tom now we're discussing it amen amen, amen. we're discussing something like this and uh, I read it and uh, let's, Hebrew 11 Let's read verse 26. I would like somebody to read for us, please. Hebrew 11, 26. Who sees him? Please, so do we have other translation? That's King James, right? Which version is that? Okay, Chess BC. Alright. Another version. I want to be sure that that part is not only written. Now, I said, he, him, we may not necessarily know who he's talking about, but I think there's a version that talked about who they were talking about, and the, the he is one person, the him 
is another person. So that I'll get it clearly. So anybody with another translation, please. Okay. Of the Christ. Okay, let's read from 24. 24 to 26. 24 to 26. Yes. Okay, please, another translation. Yes, 24 to 26. Okay, now there's something that I noticed there. He talked about verse 26 in this is NLT. He said, he thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ, which I've noticed. Now, how many of us remember when Moses lived? When, 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 when? Was it the old or new? Was it before Jesus was born? So what's the writer of Hebrew telling us here? That he chose to suffer for the sake of Christ. So Moses suffered for the sake of Christ. How? Who told him? But the Bible said it was for God that he did not see. But he believed. For what? For one thing that is very important. He said for the greater reward ahead. So one of the reasons why some, some of us as believers have faced some of these things and find it hard to endure is because we lose our focus we have lost our focus totally because i just thought about it how would they say okay deny christ or we kill you and the guy would just be like or somebody will say oh i saw heaven open and they stone him to death and he was smiling so it's not just about it's not just about what we see the focus the focus we've lost it and it's one of the major reasons why we are so the reason why god will say go and drop something and i will not drop it because i don't calculate now you don't go pure. If I drop this one now, I don't go get anything left. Baba, forget that thing. I will not do it. It's because our focus has been shifted. So heroes of faith, these guys were heroes of faith. They become heroes of faith because they did not lose that focus. So challenges come. Some of them fell in the challenges. But they just believed that, see, there is this thing that is coming. And that I would get. And they held on to it. Now, you know, we've been talking about praying to God, getting some things and all like that. But, you know, it will be so amazing that it's not even all these guys that actually got what they wanted. And they still believed. Now, that is what makes for me, that's what made them the hero that we're talking about here. So, 
linking everything together you have challenges you have obstacles that you're facing but you're not doing anything about it you're just coming down oh i like that be coming down i mean i about that with you be coming down you're just coming down you're just holding on that this thing i can do it this thing i can do it and later you just give up then you're able to pick back yourself because you are not losing focus now the focus you might be distracted now there is a difference between being distracted and losing focus losing focus talk about something that is like totally you've already given up this is how this thing is going and you just follow it through that it cannot be better again or maybe god said you should do something and you just thought about it with your calculation i can't do this if i do this i'll be stranded so god take it easy okay let's share it half half some of us do it so you give god half of what he said I say god you understand that i work for this thing just like abraham worked for his son you understand but it's easy for us sometimes to forget all these things that god has done to forget our focus as believers and to, for us to just easily move from being a believer to a non-believer or move from being a believer to a normal person or a common person Some of us know that we are not we are not normal people we are not normal people because it is not normal it is not normal for you to tell a 75 year old man that he be a father of many nations and he believe you for the first year believe for the second year believe for the third year made mistake even god was telling him that okay you will still be a father of many nations after you have given birth to ishmael and he said ah god i know now she have given birth to ishmael god said no it's not that one it's another one baba still believed I don't know maybe we're getting this thing you know sometimes when we lose focus when our attention is like what people do you know i was telling somebody recently which is not good anyways i won't advise anybody not to do to do something like that when i was in the university i noticed something that bulk of the people that read that i know or that show it maybe i should put it that way so that i will not misinterpret it so bulk of the people that that showed the this that, that they read books a lot especially that read business books my perception perception i stand i stand to be corrected my perception of them most book of them were stingy they are always stingy and i attended some seminars that they told me some things you know you know all these uh, perspire to aspire seminar you know them now all those people that they come and tell you perspire to aspire and all those things and, and i realized that you know they come and tell you that okay how many of you drink coke every day you raise up your hand how many of you take egg roll every day so egg roll then was 15 naira. coke was how much say 100 naira that's 150 so you take a grow and cook every day that is how much that's like 150 so you come to school five times a week and that's for one semester which is three months so do your calculation you two will not be punching calculator back 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 before you know it you realize that if you start naira or like hundred thousand to eat only coke and egg grow so that's the money you could have used to buy land ah you will just be like oh my don't die see my destiny then if you are not like somebody like me that that can think other things you know say oh more even this urban for those of us that finished from futa i'm sorry apologies to those that not come to my school you know finish from futa you'll not be like even urban latter ten era go ten era come it was ten era then ten era go ten era come that's 29 if i add it to that myself you'll not do three months calculation more maybe there are people that check this thing you know you'll not be doing all those calculations don't let me call it um what well, i think it is you know you will do all those calculations and in the end you just oh no wonder i don't have money so if the person i want to kill you say how many of you subscribe ah see that time you will not even remember that your uh, that subscription at one time saved you from missing a test you will not remember the only thing you just will remember is oh more 
see all the money that I've used, one that I can, I can buy land in this Akure, that will tell people that I came to this school and I bought land. But you will not come to the real. So then I used to feel like, man, I can't be so. I didn't really read much of business. I read more of understanding people book and all those things that I feel could help me and all those things. And one thing I realized that time, one thing I realized was, they don't. When I was in school, they didn't used to give me money. My parents can watch this. They were attached to it. They give me money, like pocket money. But you know, different parents with different uh, means of giving their children things. Whenever I'm going to school, the biggest Ghana must go. Eh? Is what I used to pack food. And see, when I drop like this at Futa South Gate, school gate like this, coming from Ibadan, eh? that my bag is full. I carry the bag. Eh? I put it on my head. I will walk into my hostel. Do you understand? Would you believe that I did not even know that I could be taking bike? I, was, I got to 300 level before I realized that I was actually supposed to be taking bike. No, 200 level. I did not know. So I just go. But what do I realize is that when Futa is ending, for those of us that will know Igbenyu school, you know Igbenyu Futa, Igbenyu, Igbenyu, which one again? Igbenyu Uniben, Igbenyu, all those things. You just, I just realized that my guys come to my house and I feed them. Some of them, I still give them transport fare to go. They didn't, they didn't used to give me plenty of money. So I was like, so if I now start reading Paswaya to Paswaya now, I'll be keeping my money. The money is not much before, but at the end of Futa, I give people food. More food. Just very few people I give. Small money, very small, because the money that I have is not much. Now what am I trying to say? So my calculation was out. I lived in school to a reasonable extent and I did not do all those things. You understand? So one of the things that, now, those things are good, don't get it wrong, because it, they, I've been doing, I'm doing that now, like I read business books now, because I have more understanding, that it's not by all those ones. There is a place where you apply your faith. You release your, in fact, not even a place, you will live by faith. The Bible said the just shall live, shall live by faith. So you live by faith regularly. So there is a place you are, you are supposed to be accountable, both to yourself, to the people around you, and even unto God. So it doesn't, this one does not give uh, a right to go and be spending money anyhow. Do you understand? But see, there are some things that, it's not every time you sit down on everything and do calculation. And this one, I'm using money as an example because that's what I feel we can easily relate to. It may not be money this time. It could be another challenge. It could be, it could be health issue. It could be family issue. It could be anything. But see, you become, your level of faith is boosted. The, how strong your faith is, is known when you get to those points that those things come to you and you just know that, see, these things are coming, but hey, I'm an overcomer. Because you know that there is something ahead. If you read this book of Hebrew, towards the ending part, it says some of these people even died without getting the promise. It's there. It says some of them lived. They lived looking forward to this thing. So, if challenges comes, everything come at them. But you know, they just kept on believing, faith in it. Up to the point that they know that, see, at this point, some of them were given opportunity to even renounce those things they believed before they, they, they died. You know, unlike some people that they just sleep and uh, they not wake up again and all these things. Some of them, they knew that we were about to kill you. Some of them were caught into two with chainsaw. So at least before they cut you into two with chainsaw, you know now. Nah. Abi? So you can easily say, just forget it. Akuku dying did not, not still come. But being a hero of faith, which is who we are, 
if these guys could do these things, if you check it, it was every all the people that were mentioned here, Old Testament people in the book of Hebrew. So if we write another Hebrew chapter 11 and talk about some heroes of it, then we'll talk about the apostles. Now, can we say the same thing about you? Because we are facing different challenges nowadays. We're not even facing the persecution of the Christians like they did. But just some little challenges, then we, we just give up. Just just scent of it, Otija. Then you start calculation. Or more, if I go home now, ah, what if they give me? I'm not going to a village. You know, forgetting who you are, forgetting those things, and the next thing is almost I know they go, I don't know where they came. I don't know if we get that. So coming like that. So let's read Hebrew uh, that Hebrew eleven thirty two. Let's read Hebrew 30, from thirty two to let's read thirty two down. Let's read thirty two down. Please, anybody with NLT, and I would like all of us to listen, listen well. NLT, NLT or message. Or ERV, ESV, CV. Don't mind me, I read a lot of translations. Okay, message from 32 down, please. Please hold on. Now, you know, he, when he was talking about all these people now, he mentioned some names. Then he talked about what they went through. Now, I will read it for us. L let me just continue from there. I think I, I would like to read this one, uh, NLT. It says, how much more do I need to say? It will take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overtook kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received and received what God had promised them. Do you note that? Now let's continue. He said, they shut the mouth of lions, quenched the flames of fires, and escaped death by the edge of sword. Their weaknesses were turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole arm armies of armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from death. Now, not those ones. That's the kind of faith that is being preached, expected, and practiced these days. But now, let's continue and read. He said, but, but others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to, to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Now, one of the things that makes us sometimes think is because sometimes when we are faced with these challenges or when some things come at us, what we remember is here and now. Okay, let's continue. 36. It says, some were jeered up at, some were jeered at and their backs were cut open with whips. They flogged them. Others were chained in prison. At least we know about Paul. If you don't know about other people, some died by stoning. 
Some were sold in half. They used sword to call them to half. And others were killed with the sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. Yet, none of them received all that God has promised. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. So it is, it is, it is, just, it is just that simple. You know, it is just that simple. When you look more, you look further, you look beyond what is now, what is available, what is presentable to you. You look beyond all those things and you realize that oh, see, whether I get this thing, I better not get this thing, I take. Now you are building your faith. You are building your faith. And that is what all of us need to do. You know, in the book of uh, Luke, one, that story of that unjust judge, Jesus said something at verse 8. He said, when the son of man returned, he said, will he find faith on earth again? You have all these things. Much more than David, much more than uh, Samuel. You have the Holy Spirit in you. And that is what I want us to focus on this day. I would like us to focus more. He said, when the son of my return, will he find faith? And we know that what he's talking about is not talking about salvation, as we've been made to believe. He's actually talking about the faith of God. There is the faith of God, as Reverend said last week. There is the faith of God. Like, will you abide by those things? Will you, will you not lose focus? Will you still hold on? You have all these things in you. Tell your neighbor, I have all these things in me. Tell another neighbor, I have all these things in me. Tell your neighbor, I have the faith of God. I want us to rise, rise up on your feet and look for two, three people and tell them, I have the faith of God in me. I have the faith of God in me. Uh, please uh, play something for me on the keyboard, please. You know, I just, I just, I just, I just want us to, I just want us to look at look at our lives these days and look at these heroes that we've talked about look at the challenges they face these people were humans like us and they did things and we are at a better advantage how many of us have listened to that pastor's message the advantage you know there's a message the advantage you have the holy spirit in you you have you at an advantage even over all these guys and when you focus more on that even when challenges come, when obstacles come, you will still be standing strong. You will know that your faith is supposed to be stronger even much more than your calculation. You know, I've, I've, I've experienced this and I'm experiencing it. I'm experiencing it really. See, when you take paper and buy to write some things, you will get them. But you get to a point that if you release your faith so much, you get confused at some point. But if it is calculation you know how to do, your calculation will work for you. Everything you'll be seeing will be based on your calculation. You will see it. And you will not be seeing anything extra. But when you do that calculation and you still release your faith, even with the calculation, you'll be shocked at some things that you'll experience. So this morning, I just want us to, to walk like these men, even much more. Walk like them. And be conscious. It's just a thing of the mind. We need to be conscious. I want us to be conscious. Right now, I want us to open our mouth. 
and close our eyes that consciousness you already have it but the uh, actualization of it the manifestation of it was is what you did i just want you to open your mouth and just say father this morning i walk in those things that you have even given me those things those amazing things i walk in them i walk in the consciousness of who i am in christ i don't just walk by calculation anymore i walk with the consciousness of who i am in christ That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.